Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Haralabanon Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Yud Het, the second Perek of Mesechet Eruvin. We're learning from the bottom of Yud Zayin Amunbet from the Mishnah. This, Mish- this Mishnah is going to deal with the idea of Pasi Biraot, which it means we're making, we said last time, we said we're allowed to make. Pasin for biriot. Pasin are boards. We're allowed to make boards to allow you to draw water from different wells on Shabbat. Meaning, if there is a well in Carmelite or public property, halakha is you are allowed to make boards to allow you to carry, even though the boards are not making it technically, because we don't have four walls or ten tvachim high, you're allowed to make just boards, and the boards, we'll call them L-shaped boards, like the art school likes to call them, these L-shaped boards are going to allow you to draw water from the well, even though the well might be a Rishut HaYachid, and you're bringing it up to a Carmelite, or maybe even a Rishut HaRabim, you're allowed to draw it out, with the use of these boards. So, Osim Pasim Libriot, Arbad Diumadim, four L posts, Diumadim is a duo Amudim, Nirin Kishmone, and they look like eight. What does that mean that four look like eight? Since you're putting in the four corners, you're putting a corner piece. Each corner piece has two sides to it. Four times the two sides means you're putting eight sides up. Four corner pieces equals eight. Divided Biuda, Rabbi Meir says, Shmona nira kishnem asar. You're putting eight, which look like twelve. Arba diumadim, which means you have four diumadim, four L-shaped uh, corner pieces. Arba pishutim, and four regular boards that are there. So it's it's eight altogether, four and four, and it looks like twelve because two. Because four of the eight are double duo corner pieces. Says the Gemara, meaning corner pieces. Not double corner pieces, they're corner pieces, and therefore they're double, double-sided, so there's altogether 12 sides. Now, how big must they be? The Gemara Mishnah explained, Givohim aserat tevachim ten tevachim tol, v'rechavan shisha, each one has to be six tevachim wide. The ovyan and the thickness, koshu, doesn't make a difference how big it is. Ubenehem, kimale, sheti, shtera kavot, shel, shel basar. The maximum size in between them is as wide as two teams of three oxes. So if you have a team of oxes strapped together, pulling a, a plow or something, if you have a, a three teamed, uh, three ox team, Two of them, how much space do they take? That's the words that are being made. That's how much room you will have. That's how much room you're allowed to have in between. The Gemara is going to explain that's about 10 amot later on. Okay? And that's the maximum you could have in between. Of course, you could have 6 amot, but if you, you can't have 11 according to the Bimeir. Arba. You could have two teams of 4 and 4, which means 8 this comes out later in the Gemara to be 13 and a half amot. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is being more mekil, more lenient than Rabbi Meir. 
kushirot mutarot. They have to be tied, but not loose. Tied means a little smaller. One team going in, one team going out. So you have, uh, according to Bidah, four oxen on the way in and four on the way out. We're going to see later exactly how much room that is. You're allowed to bring them closer to the well. You're allowed to make it smaller than this as long as you don't make it too small that the cow's head and most of its body cannot, is not inside. They have to at least be able to fit the head and most of the body of the cow inside. You're allowed to make it bigger. As long as you add more regular boards. So you don't have too much room in between the boards. How big could it be if you're adding boards? Only up to two betza. So they told him, They only said these rules in a garden or a karpaf, which are areas that people don't live in. But if the area that's being included is a corral, a backyard, or something that people are using, you have five or ten courts, all okay. You're allowed to make it as big as you want. Since water that you're getting from the well is an item, therefore they're going to allow it, you to make this pasibirot as big as you want, as long as you add enough boards that it doesn't get the space in between the boards doesn't get bigger than what we said before, either 10 or 13 and a half amot in between the boards. But you, according to this opinion, you could make it as big as you like. So, to summarize, there's a machloket how big you can make the pasibari. There's also a machloket how much space can be in between the boards. There's also another machloket how many boards that you need, do you need four or do you need eight? Says the Gemara. Let's assume that Mishnah is not like Hanan Yedetanya because we learned in the Brayta. We've seen passing the board. You're allowed to make boards for a board. You can make a rope for a caravan. Hananya says you can make ropes, but not pasin. So we see over here that Tanakama is allowing pasin for a boar and chavalim to a shayara. And Hananya is only allowing chavalim for a boar. And our Mishnah only, and our Mishnah does allow uh, pasin for a boar. Chavalim right? are better than pasim, it seems like. And the, our Mishnah allows uh, pasim for a boar. Hananya seems to only allow ropes. Says the Gemara, no. I feel the name of Hananya. Mishnah could really be Hananya. Boar lechud be'er lechud. Our Mishnah is talking about. I'm sorry, Hananya, who's only allowing ropes. That's because he's talking about a boar. But if it would be a be'er, which our Mishnah is talking about, he would Hananya would allow. Pasim in that case, and therefore, not necessarily does that mission have to be not Hananya. Ikada Amri, another way to learn. 
Since it doesn't say that Hananya makes ropes for a boar and a pasim for a be'er, we see from here that the Hananya doesn't care whether it's a boar or a be'er. According to this Ikad Amri, we're starting off the, with the assumption that what Hananya says for a boar is he would also say for a be'er, for a well. And if so, it seems like he's against our Mishnah because our Mishnah is allowing boards for a be'er and Hananya is only allowing ropes. So we say, Mishnah rejects that also, according to the Ikad Amri. I feel to him, Hananya, our Mishnah could also be Hananya, even according to the Ikad Amri. Hananya was only responding to what the Tanakama had said. And therefore, since the Tanakama was only talking about a board, so he responded about a board. But yes, he would really hold that a well is different. Don't figure out from the fact that he spoke about a boar that he would that he would say the same thing for a bear. Not necessarily. So says the Gemara, another idea. Maybe our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Akiva. The Tanakh goes on to the Mishnah. You're allowed to make a pass for a private or public be'er or for a public bore. But a private bore. You're not osin lo mechitza gavoa sarabatochim. You're allowed to make a mechitza, and that's it. Devrer biyakiva. Now, viilu hacha katani the biraot the biraot in the borot lo. Our mishnah sounds like you're only allowed to make a pasim for a be'er for a well, but not for a bor. And the biyakiva is allowing even for a bor harabim. This is going to no, not necessarily. Our mission could go with Rabbi Akiva too. I feel the tamer Rabbi Akiva. Be'er ma'im chayim d'psikale loshna d'rabim loshna de'achid. If you have a be'er ma'im chayim, everyone says it's okay. Loshna d'rabim loshna de'achid katani that we spoke about. Okay, bor mechunasim d'lo psikale lo katani, which means that. Just because that Mishnah mentioned bed doesn't mean it's excluding bor. Our Mishnah meant bed because we always try to choose a case that's psika, that's clear cut. And therefore, by the rule of be'er, where it doesn't make a difference if, if it's rabim or yachid, we mentioned, the Mishnah mentions it. And therefore, I could tell you the Mishnah really was Rabbi Akiva, let's say. And Rabbi Akiva could have written the same language we have here. So then, if Rabbi Akiva wrote the Mishnah, why would he leave out the case of Bor? He holds you allowed to do it by Bor de Rabim too. No, he doesn't want to mention a case that has a, a, an if this, if that. So we, we, the Be'er, which has an unequivocal okay to put a Pasin, we put it in the Mishnah. The boar, where he has to tell you uh, only if this or only if that, he left that out of the Mishnah. But really, our Mishnah could have been written by him. Another idea. Let's assume our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Baba. Who's Rabbi Baba? Take a look. Says the Gemara. The Tanaim went to the Mishnah. Rabbi Yudah ben Baba Omer. We only make pasim for a be'er of public people only. Public be'er. And our mission says for wells. So it sounds like our Mishnah cannot be Rabbi Yudah ben Baba. Because Rabbi Yudah ben Baba is only allowing one case, a private be'er, 
I'm sorry, a public bed. But if it's a private bear, he's not allowing. And yet our mission doesn't seem to specify. Morris is not necessarily. A few things to be done Baba. My biraot, biraot alma. When we said biraot, we didn't mean all biraot. Our Mishnah might mean when it says biraot, our Mishnah might mean that there are biraot that are allowed. Which biraot? We didn't tell you which one. And therefore our Mishnah is saying, wells, as long as there's any type of well that could be okay, our Mishnah is saying it. But we're not telling you every single well is okay. And therefore our Mishnah could have been Rabbi Baba. Now, understand, obviously, our Mishnah cannot be all three rabbis. Because uh, if you say the answer for Rabbi Baba, then our Mishnah is only talking about uh, a well that's a public well. Right? And if you say the answer for Rabbi Akiva, talking about all types of wells and even and even uh, board. So obviously, our Mishnah cannot necessarily be all three. But our Mishnah could be any one of the three. And no one could prove from our Mishnah that it's not neither of Yehudah and Baba. You can't prove it's not Rabbi Akiva. And you also cannot prove that it's not Hananiah. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to go off to another tangent, which will be an interesting Gemara. My duo Amadim. What's what's, what the word Diumadim, which is these L brackets, L uh, posts. What is the, where does the word come from? I'm going to be here Ben Elazad. Duo Amudim. The word duo is a, I believe, a Greek word. And it means duo posts. Now the word says duo, lamuduna, shavrach, zunot, nitkakal, mida, shlosha, siman. Okay. Tanan Hatam, we learned in the Mishnah another idea where the word duo comes in. All figs are patur from Demai. Now, Demai, we said many times, is a chiyuv that you have when you buy fruit from an Ama'aretz. When you buy fruit from an Ama'aretz, you have to separate. Ma said as if he didn't sep- as if the Amarat didn't separate, even though he's Jewish, he probably did. We have to worry that maybe he didn't do it right and separate the Masrot from it. Now says the Mishnah over there, when it comes to Diofora, which is no, I'm sorry. When it comes to Shitin, which are wild figs and they they sell very cheap because they're very easy to to get. It's patur from separating demai. Why? Because we think that since it's so cheap, an ama'aretz will definitely separate ma'asir from it. However, when it comes to diufara, which is not as cheap, then you have to separate ma'asir. My diufara, why is it called diufara? Amr'ula, ilan haosin diupiropashana. It's a certain type of fig that produces double crops in the year. Now, the fact that it's producing double crops doesn't make it more expensive, but it happens to be that this type of fruit, this type of fruit is more expensive, and therefore we are worried that the Amaretz won't separate Maaser, and you, the, the, the regular Jew who buys an Amaretz, have to separate the Mai from what you buy. New, new statement. Amar Same rabbi. Diu partsuf panim hayulol Adam Arishon. Adam Arishon had a dual face. Okay? Shneemar, achor vakedem tzaltani. The pasuk in Tilim says that you created me front and back. And therefore, from that pasuk we see that Hashem created Adam Harishon with the front of him male, 
the back of him female. Later on, Hashem split them and made Adam and Chava and brought it to him. Now, says the Gemara, it says, It says, Hashem took, built the tzela, the, the rib or the side that he took out of Adam into the woman. One says, like we said before, that it was a partzuf, it was a figure in the back. And one rabbi, we don't know which and which, is saying that it was a tail. That I made Adam with a tail, and the tail became Chava later when it was removed from Adam. Says the Gemara, according to one who says it was a partzuf, that's why the the pasuk in Tirim says that he created Hashem front and back. What does it mean that you created me front and back? Answers the Gemara, don't understand that pasuk as referring to. The, the physical way that Hashem created Adam, rather understand it as referring to the way Hashem deals with man in Din. That Hashem is the last, Hashem made man the last person in, to be created. The last thing we created was Adam in the Sheshi Mebereshit. They called the Banut and the first one to be punished in general. I understand why we said that you're the last one to be created. The law every admali shabta, because the man wasn't created until right before Shabbat. What does it mean that the first one to be punished? If that's because Adam got punished right away on the first day, after you ate from there, it's not that still wouldn't be right. First Hashem cursed the Nahash. Ella, maybe you'll tell me in the Mabul, referring to the Mabul. During the Mabul, the first people to die was not the animals, but rather the people. Because the Pasuk says, Sounding like Adam is first. Okay, so therefore, everything will fit fine if we say that this Pasuk of Achor, really according to the opinion that says it was a tail, will say it's talking about the position of creation and the position of Punanut, referring to the Mabul. Says the Gemara, Bishlam and the Mandama Paratsuf, according to the one who says Paratsuf, it's cool. It says a double yud, right? Because Hashem created double double people. That's why there's two yuds. And the Mandama Zanav, my why is it double yud? Oh no, he'll explain like Rishon Rambazi. Don't Rishon Rambazi. Oy lo mi yitzri, oy lo mi yotzri. A person is in a situation where he has to worry about his yitzri hara. He also has to worry about his yotzer, his creator Hashem. So either way he goes, he's in trouble. If he's fighting yitzri hara, he's in trouble. He's got his big job ahead of him. And if and if he doesn't fight yitzri hara, he's got, he's going to be in trouble from Hashem when he's done. So therefore, that's a double one. I understand according to the one who says that there was double partzufim, duo partzuf. That's why it says that Hashem created us male and female, even before 
Hashem created Chava, it says that Hashem created male and female. According to one Dua Partzuf, it's very, very good. He created the man in the front and the female in the back. According to one that says that Hashem created with a tail, so why would it say that Hashem created male and female? He just created a male with a tail. That's not male and female. Says no. But you know what the remember that? Like it'll be Abu. Then it'll be Abu. I'm sorry. There'll be a contradiction between two Pisukim. Ktiv, it says, One Pasuk says he created both of them. Sounds like Adam and Chava. Then it says Hashem created him. So he answers, no. Originally, Hashem wanted to create Adam and Chava together. In the end, he only created one. And that's why it says, that Hashem created both of them because Hashem's thought is like an action, and therefore the, Hashem we want to point out when it says Zachar Nikiva that Hashem thought to create both of them because He changed, and then Hashem whatever Kaviachol changed His mind. Says the Gemara Bishlam on the Monday I'm a Paratzuf. I understand according to one who says it was a Paratzuf. That's what it says when Hashem put Adam to sleep. He gave him uh, put him to sleep, and He closed the flesh. Behind him, that means he split open the Adam and Chava, and he closed up the backs. The backs of both Adam and Chava were created by Yiskor Basar Tachtena. According to there was a tail. What does it mean? Hashem closed. What did he close? What that means is that there was a tail. Hashem cut off the tail. Every man should have, or Adam should have in the back of him, a uh, a cut-off mark, a scar. But no, Hashem closed it off to make it look as if it was supposed to be like that all along. That's why it says, and Hashem built. Right? Because... If you, Hashem made Chava out of Adam's tail, so that's why it says that Hashem had to build it, because you have to take a tail and build this tail into a human being, into a female. And the man said it was Parsuf, we have a problem. What do you mean he built? Hashem didn't build it. All Hashem did was close off the backs of both of them. He didn't build it into, the, into Chava. He says, well, no, look at Shimon ben Manasya. The reason why we said the word built, according to this shot, is referring to the unique figure of the of the female body. It says Hashem created the side. This tells you that when Hashem brought Chava to Adam, he didn't want to bring her with her hair all messy. He wanted to bring her as if she's coming to a wedding, just like every girl goes to the wedding with her hair done. He wanted her hair done as well. So Hashem himself, Kaviachol, braided the hair of Chava in order to bring her neatly to Adam. And therefore the word Binyan is referring to the hairdo of Rabbi Shem Menas is referring to the heavenly hairdo. I'm sure her hair looked awesome at the time. According to this second opinion, which I was mentioning beforehand, the physical shape of a woman was different. Just like if you have a storehouse, usually you have a wider on the bottom than it is on the top. 
in order that it doesn't fall over. So too the way of a woman is that it has to be she, she's wider at the hips than a man in order to accept a baby. And therefore, we see the word vayiven because she's similar to a building in the shape of her physique. Says We see that Hashem made a wedding arrangements. Shushbin is a wedding wedding preparations for Adam. We see from here that even a person who's very, very important can get involved in the details of a less important person. And it's such a zechut that he shouldn't feel like he's putting himself down. It's worth it. According to the one who says Partsuf, which one went first? Even though we don't know it, but it's logical that the way this, while they were together, the way this being would walk was with, because the legs could only be going one way. The Gemara wants to know which way are the legs going. Gemara says the legs were going the male way, probably. Because we see in the bright person is not supposed to follow a woman ever because it'll, you'll end up looking at her and even if it's your wife you shouldn't walk behind her because it's not considered nice person should always lead his wife shouldn't let her follow you and therefore, we could assume that if that's true now, Hashem would probably make the legs facing the male directions. We also continue and say that a person who follows a woman in, by, behind the river where she has to lift her skirt to get through, and he's passing behind her to look at her, that guy has Enlo because he's specifically going to a place to see a married woman um, in a state of undress. Person who counts money from your hand into her hand in order to talk to her, or and wants to look at her. Even if he knows as much Torah as Moshe Rabbeinu, he's not going to get away without getting Gehinam. A person who hands things over even though you're in a situation where you're in a, a commercial situation and you need to do it, but a person who's doing it specifically in order to look at her will also have a problem. This comes following what we just said, that a person shouldn't walk behind her to look at her. We have a machloket about Manoach, because Manoach was the Shimshon's father, and Pasuk says that when, when the Navi, the angel, came to Manoach's wife, Manoach followed her to go there. And since it said, mentions that he followed his wife, obviously he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to follow his wife. followed his wife. And Hachinam, you want to say that he also... Is Amaaretz, even though he's called Ishayelokim? At least Shemuel is.
I'm sorry, Elkanah himself is known as Isha Elokim Rashi, explains. And since he himself is Isha Elokim, we can't call him Amaretz. And yet it says he followed his wife, so why are you, why are you picking on Manoach? By Elisha, when he went to the Shunamit, it says that he followed after. I believe in that case. Hakanami, you want to say that he's Amart? In both those cases, we say, when he followed her, he followed her words. Maybe Manoch also would only follow her words. According to the word Nachman said that he was Amart, that means he didn't even learn in Yeshiva. He didn't even know Pesukim in Torah. By Rifka, it meant that, meant that she followed the man. So Manoach should look at that and know that he's not supposed to be following a woman. And the fact that he did shows that he was an Amar. So we're assuming that he was physically walking after. Amar B'yochanan. Achare Ari v'lo achare Isha. Happens to be this is today's Chokli uh, said, I was walking into Rabbi Harari's class this morning, and he was. Re- this was part of today's chok. No coincidences. Better to walk after a woman than to walk after an idol. Because if you walk after an idol, you might end up following it. So a woman is better than an idol. You're not allowed to walk behind a shul when they're praying. person who's in a town where there's only one shul, and the shul is praying, and you're walking next to the shul and not walking in, it shows you don't want to go to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's even worse than after an idol, because after an idol is the only chance that you might follow it. Here, you're actually showing you don't want to go into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As long as Adam was in Cherem, because he ate the fruit, every time he had relations, what came out were demons and spirits, and Lilit. It says when Adam was 130 years old, he had someone like him. We said till now, he only got things that are not like him, which are the Shadim. Metivi, the Mar asked a question on this statement that he only had Shidim for 130 years. It says that he not only did he fast for 130 years, he also refused to have relations for 130 years. And he had figs. Of belt, belt of figs on his skin for 130 years, which means that since he ate a fig, according to one opinion, he put fig skin on his skin in order and, and didn't, didn't didn't relax by wearing leather or cloth clothing. But we see from here that Adam did not have relations. How can we say that he had uh, shedin? When we, you're right. He didn't. According to this opinion, we'll say that he really didn't have relations for all those years. But any time he had he had zera that came out without him wanting, it, it, those came out into the shadim. Another statement is that when you praise a person, you praise him with part of his. Praises, but if you have, you should only mention all his praises when he's not there. 
says Gemara, "Miksat shebechol befanav." Tichtiv, as it says, "Ki otchal eiti tzadik lefanav b'donazeh." By Noach, it says that I saw that you were a tzadik in front of me in this generation. Says the Gemara, when I, when Hashem spoke to Noach, he told him that I saw you as a tzadik, and yet when he spoke about Noach, he says. Noach is Sadiq Tamim Ayabadurtav. Noach was a Sadiq and a Tamim in his generation. We don't mention Tamim to, to Noach straight because we saw the rule of Miksat Shiva Hobanav. Says another statement from the same rabbi. It says that when the dove, the Yonah, came back to Noach, that he had an alezait, an olive leaf in his mouth. I want my, my mizonot. Let it be as bitter as an olive. Olives are very, very bitter, especially before they've been pickled. Let it be as pickled, as bitter as an olive, but from your hand, I'd rather have that than have the sweetest food, but you have to get it from a human being. That's how you see that the word taraf is referring to food. Give me my bread. One more statement, two more statements. If you have a house that they learn to at night, it won't be destroyed. He won't say, where is Hashem who created me? As long as he gives song at night. The word song is the Torah. And therefore, you won't have to cry out, where's my God? Meaning your house won't be destroyed. The word Hashem only used the two-letter word of Hashem. The word Ya, which is the two-letter name of Hashem, is the only one needed after the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. We're going to stop over here. Okay? Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.